You're listening to Play Callers. New episodes dropping every Tuesday at 3.30 p.m. Central Time. Available to stream across all platforms. Also, be sure to check out the Tiger's Den podcast. New episodes dropping every Monday at 3.30 p.m. Central Time. Available to stream across all platforms. Hello and welcome back to Play Callers. Finally, me, Max, and Reese are back on the podcast. We know it's been a while. But we are so glad to be making this episode for y'all. And we got everyone's favorite guy to see in the arena for the Auburn High men's basketball team. And the guy that keeps smiles on people's faces all around. We got Coach Marcus Jackson on the podcast, who's the assistant coach of your Auburn High men's Tigers. Coach, how are you doing today? And how was your weekend in general? Well, right now the weekend is, is great. But it would be even better if we was getting ready to go to Birmingham this week. Uh, yeah, that's fair. Yeah. <laughs> so bringing up that Birmingham trip that you're talking about, most recently we got to bring up the heartbreaking news of the Elite Eight, you know, not going in Auburn's favor. But it was an amazing game and lots of positives all around, lots of great performances by the players. What did you say to the guys after that game and on the bus ride home to try to keep their heads up? Well, I just told them that, they don't have anything to be ashamed about. You know, they left everything on the court, and that's all we could ask for as a coaching staff. Don't have any regrets, and I don't think they had one regret. Yes, sir. I mean, it, it was close till the end. Me and Max were there on the sideline. It was, it was a little bit heartbreaking. You know, the emotions went all around the building, but like you said, nothing to be ashamed of. Played our heart out, and it was against one of our biggest rivals in the Central Red Devils, but I mean... Hey, you got to keep going. Um, what players specifically did you go up to after that game or during the season built the best relationship with? Well, it was Wade Hill. I think y'all guys called him the, the Slim Reaper. <laughs> but yeah, it, it, <laughs> yeah, it, it was Wade Hill. Um, after the Huntsville tournament during the Christmas break, Wade turned on a switch that helped us win games against Valley, win, win games against Central, Opelika really brought the energy that we needed around the basket. Yes, sir. I remember um, earlier in the season, we asked, I think it was after the Valley or Central game that you're talking about, we asked Coach Brand about Wade. And he was talking about how he, over the offseason, you know, being on JV last year as a junior, wanting to be that key player on varsity as a senior, he put in the work all season. And, I mean, hey, it, it paid out for him. I remember that game against Valley you're talking about had – Huge blocks against their high flying offense, but yeah, it's it's super amazing. Um, but how does the d- dynamic work between um, you and the players? How do you get to form those relationships with them? Just being around those guys, just being their voice of reason, just them knowing that you know when Coach Brett, you know talks to them, they have an outlet in me that they could come to, and it's a non-judgment zone. Yes, sir. 100%. I mean, that's that's super special because in the heat of the of the game, you know, Coach Coach Brant's a super nice guy, but in the heat of the game, it can get kind of heated, and that's that's really awesome that you just stay positive, keep your head up. That's why when I introduced you, I said, the guy that puts a smile on everyone's face in the arena, thank you for that answer, and Max, I'm going to let you take it away with some questions. 
All right. Good afternoon, Coach. Um, first off, I want to start off by saying congratulations on an incredible season. You know, all of us here at, um, you know, on this podcast right now, including yourself, obviously, uh, we're there to witness it the entire way. But, um, you know, I just want to have start off by saying some of y'all's like stats and highlights this year the team finished at uh 27 and 6 as well as won the 7a area four championship and also made it all the way to the quarterfinals and that's also ultimately where the season did unfortunately come to a close in a hard fought 62 to 60 loss to the red devils um my first question is going to be my only question about the game this past tuesday before i get to more questions about the upcoming offseason uh, what would you pin that loss to, and how do y'all plan on fixing some of those mistakes in the off season? Well, you know, we got to give kudos to Central. You know, Central is a great ball club. Um, we we went in with the mindset that we can't beat ourselves, mm. and a couple of times we got down in the game and we fought back. And to this off season, what we um, what what me and Coach Brand and Coach Milana and and Coach Chamley talked about was getting bigger, faster, stronger. Mm. Yes, and, that's, and that's one of the things that we talked about, getting back into the weight room. 100%. I mean, you know, speaking of like, you know, you can't beat yourself in that central game. I remember early on, you know, the team did go down by 13. But, I mean, y'all fought back uh, all the way to bring it within five by halftime. And then y'all actually outscored the Red Devils in the third and fourth quarter. Well, ultimately, you know, it wasn't enough in the end. Uh, y'all lost by right. two. And um, But what exactly did you and the rest of your coaching staff – I know Taylor uh, kind of asked, you know, what did you tell some of the guys on the bus ride home and stuff. But what were the first – like your initial uh, – what was the initial stuff you said to the team after the loss uh, in the end of the game, at the end of the game? Well, and like I told Taylor, we just told them they, they, they fought their hearts out. Mm-hmm. And, you know, and that's all we could ask for is to keep fighting. And, you know, and that's the Auburn Highway is to keep fighting. No matter if we're up, if we're down, we keep fighting to the very end. And that's what we did. And we was extremely proud of the boys. Yes, sir. I mean, yeah, every right to, you know, be proud of them. I mean, we literally saw it firsthand. Bradley Pearson, just for one example, was putting it all on the line, you know, playing his heart out, uh, left it all on the court. And we actually saw him uh, as well as, you know, Jordan Franklin, Trey Fletcher, all those guys, uh, you know, get emotional because it's tough at the end of the season because all of a sudden it's all over. We saw it. Uh, Me and Reese actually did see it firsthand as well for the football team after they lost to Central. Um, you know, but I wanted to ask what are some, like, what are some of the things that make this 2024 senior class special to you personally? Seeing their growth, Mm -hmm. you know, um, some of them wasn't fortunate to start playing, um, varsity their ninth and 10th grade year, just to see their growth in the game and how they took their role. Like at first, let's, let's talk about Jay Franklin. Mm-hmm. Jay Frank was a scorer at first. Yes, sir. This year, he's seen that we didn't need scoring. We need people facilitating the offense. So then he got in his mind, well, let me go ahead and set the Auburn High single, si- <laughs> single season assist record. Mm-hmm. So he went from being a scorer to facilitating the ball. And, and that's growth. That's knowing what my team needs 
to achieve this goal. Bradley Pearson, shooting lights out. Mm -hmm. Badger, shooting lights out. Uh, and I told you, Wade, turning that switch to being the big man that we needed. Like, and I could, I could even talk about Griffin coming off that lost the century in the final four in football mm -hmm. to coming in basketball, forgetting about it, and focus on what the basketball team needs. Like, those guys, like, you can't ask for a better group of seniors. Mm -hmm. Yes, sir. You can't. You can't. Yeah, a better group of seniors. Yeah, one hundred percent. I mean, you know, I go to class with a lot of them every day since I was a kid. I mean, you know, uh, being part of this uh, senior class, I know all of them. Griffin, especially. You know, I have two classes with him this year. Actually, great, great dude on and off the court. Um, but you know, uh, that's actually crazy that you brought up uh, Jay Frank's break, breaking the uh, single season assist record. Because my next question was going to be. What were some of your specific highlights from this 2024 season? Just seeing how everybody took a leadership role. Because as you know, last year, our mm -hmm. heart and soul was Jaquise Carr. Yeah. And everybody made a collective effort to make up for John not being there with them anymore. And that was, that was the greatest thing ever. Everybody collectively, like doing it collectively, like nobody was mad at the other person for uh, being the leading scorer. I think each night we had a different leading scorer. Mm -hmm. Yes, and, sir. And you know, everybody was fine with it because it was all about the team and us winning, and mm -hmm. that's what it was all about. Yeah, I mean, you you hit the nail on the head right there. I mean, when we talked about uh, when we actually had a conversation with Coach Brandt. Going into that uh, area championship game, I got to interview him uh, on play callers. And um, I asked him, I was like, what makes this team special to where they could possibly not only win this area championship but make a run all the way uh, you know, to the state championship possibly? And what he said at the time was, uh, this is a team that's unselfish and they play for each other. I mean, you go on max reps right now. Yes, the leading scorer is, uh, I think, Bradley right now. He had like... I think 12, 12 and a half points per game or something like that. Right. But then you look down next to it and it's Tabari Allen with 11 and a half points per game. Then it's, right. you know, uh, uh, the worst news me right now. Man, man. Antoine Daniels Daniel. with like Daniel. 10 and a half. Yeah. yeah, exactly. So, and then it keeps going on. But, um, you know, yeah, this is an unselfish team. And now I want to look towards, you know, the off season and this upcoming 2024, 2025 season. What are the things that, uh, you are most excited about, you know, you return Antoine Daniels, Tabari Allen, uh, two starters from this year that are going to have great years next year, I'm sure. Uh, but what are you all most excited about heading into this offseason? Just just getting the band back together, just getting the boys back together in the weight room, um, doing summer play dates, um, doing our spring trials, just, just, just putting back on that Auburn High School practice jersey. Mm -hmm. Or whatever we're gonna put on for the for the spring and the summer, just getting back to doing what we love to do, and that's play basketball. Yes, sir. I mean, you know, I actually saw on the sideline after the game was over against Central, um, Coach Brant pulling Antoine aside, and I'm pretty sure what he told him. Uh, I know I'm not the best at reading lips, but I'm pretty sure what he told him was like, you know, it hurts right now, but, you know, he had, still has two more years, so we'll get a right. chance to bounce back, you know. So, but 
Um, you know, I've already talked about Allen and Daniels. Obviously, they're the big pieces that are coming back. But are there any other key players that you could see making the jump uh, and possibly getting a starting role next season in place of the seniors that are graduating in about three months? Well, let's, let's look at ninth grader Hampton Jordan. Even though he, he didn't get many minutes, mm-hmm. but he got valuable experience for being yes, around, seeing the speed and the physicality of the game. Um, Trey Ross is another 10th grader di- this year. He got limited minutes, but he got the best experience of being around it. Yeah. Then you have um, my ninth grader that, that played ninth grade for me, um, Preston Eccles. Mm. He was around it. Did you have some B-teamers like Magnus, um, like uh, Antonio? Like, we have some pieces that we're going to put together to make another run. Um, Let's talk about Joseph Hightower. Um, Carl, like, we have a lot of pieces that that received a bunch of experience this year just for being around. And And we're just looking forward to making this run again. And go past the Elite Eight. Yes, sir. And uh, I just have one more question left before I send you over to my boy Reese. Um, okay. If you had to describe the team's mindset going into the offseason in one word, what would that word be? Jabari Allen said it in the locker room. I don't want this feeling my senior year. Mm-hmm. Yes, sir. And I mean, he said, yeah. in lock- he said, I do not want this feeling. When he seen Jay Frank face, he went over there to him. When he seen Badger, he went over there to him. And he just simply said, I'm sorry. Mm-hmm. Yes, sir. And, and, and once, um, once the seniors left out to go see their parents, Tabari called everybody else in a circle. And he told them, I don't want this feeling. Mm-hmm. Yes, sir. Yeah. And, so, and that's what uh, we're going to play off of. 100%. I mean, you know, Tabari – in that game, you know, also, you know, played his heart out. I mean, he was the one that took, uh, you know, the three in the corner with like three seconds to go to possibly tie it. Um, yeah, he's going to be returning with a vengeance, and I'm sure the team is going to be returning with a vengeance this upcoming season and a couple of months here. But I'm going to send you over to my co-host, Reese Kinder. Reese, go ahead and take it away. Good afternoon, Coach. Hey, good afternoon. Um, My first question is, you know, What's going to be the strategy next year to possibly, you know, make a run at uh, a state championship? Playing within the system. Um, we always talk about Auburn High basketball. And that's basically if we play within the system, don't get outside of the system and play for one another, we'll make the same run again next year and a year after and a year after. Yeah, because, you know, like you like you guys, uh, when we had Coach Brand on the show, he was talking about how y'all won in 2005 um, or how we won in 2005 the state championship. But, like, my next question I want to go into, besides guys like Magnus and Antonio on the JV team, what are some other guys that you can see next year possibly um, gelling with the varsity team if they uh, get called up? Um, it's an eighth grader named um, Derek Bandy. Um, we, we was looking at him. Um, I had a couple on my ninth grade team. Like I said, Preston Eccles, um, Austin Mason is, is a couple of them. Um, let's see who else. Um, AJ Turnbow. It was, it was a couple of people that was on the eighth and ninth grade team that could 
have a positive role on the varsity team next year. Yeah, and then my last question before I turn it over to my host, Taylor Gottney. Um, just what was Coach Brandt's message before and after the game to the guys uh, after Central? His message before Central? Yeah, before before and after Central, my bad. Was a, was a simple word. Relax. Relax. Mm. Yeah, it's kind of good to have like a head coach with that mentality. But uh, thanks with, for your time, Coach. And uh, Taylor, take it away. Uh, thank you, Reese. Um, I'm, I'm more of like the personal, uh, on a personal level, like the city and everything. So, um, I got three questions to end this thing out and then we'll get you on with your weekend. But can you describe the dynamic of the relationship between you and the other coaches and the development of players, like you said, from eighth grade to ninth grade to JV to the varsity team? Can you describe that a little bit for us? Well, you know, all the co- it's a family with the coaches. You know, USC is laughing, cutting up, you know. And then USC is getting serious. Um, so it's it's a brotherhood between us. And, and you know, and, and, and it all starts with Coach Brandt. You know, we take the personality of Coach Brandt. You know, Coach Brandt is a happy person. Um, now, in, in the middle of a game, now, he might not seem that way, but – and actually, that he's a happy person, and you know, and with the development, you know, everybody from seventh to ninth grade is running our system. They might not, mm-hmm. they might not run everything the varsity runs, but they're running something of the varsity. So you know, and then you know, you know, I was I was always the varsity assistant, and then Coach Brett a couple of years ago asked me to coach ninth grade to you know, run some of the things that he runs on varsity. And so it's it's a program and and that's what we call it, a program. So Yes, sir. It's it's awesome to see, like you said, a family because the players bounce off of that when they see their coaches having fun, they see their coaches, you know, smiling even in even if it may not come to a win. If y'all are smiling, the players smile. That's that's really special. Thank you for sharing that. And then what does the city of Auburn mean to you with, I believe, your fourth year at Yarborough Elementary coming to an end soon? And I'm not going to lie, I see you at almost every single Auburn High athletic event. Football, I remember seeing you at a lot of the games on the sideline. So what does the right. city of Auburn mean to you and Auburn High School athletics? The city of Auburn is amazing. Um, you have a great university. We have a great mayor. We have a great superintendent. We have great citizens. Um, it's, it's, it's the, what they call it, the lovely village on the plains. Yes, sir. And it lives up and it lives up to it and it lives up to it. Um, Auburn high, Auburn high is a way of life. You know, yes, sir. You, you know, an Auburn high student or athlete by the way they carry themselves. Mm -hmm. And, and that's the Auburn high way. Yes, Yes, sir. The Auburn high way. I know me and Reese have heard it from our choir director, when we go somewhere, we're representing one of the best high schools in the South, not even just in the state, in the South. And yeah, Auburn High School, it's a way of life. I love this city. I know Max and Reese love this city as well. But my final question is, is there any last words that you want to say to the students, the parents, the fans, the superintendent, the mayor, anyone that have shown up to the Auburn High School basketball games and given their support to the team all year? Thank you. Thank you. 
Thank you. Yes, sir. It's, it's, it's been a, it's been a special season. I know that personally me, Max and Reese have enjoyed doing different things, commentary, video, even just sitting in the stands for some of the games. But, um, Max Reese, are y'all got any more questions? I don't have any more questions, but Coach Jackson, I'd just like to say, um, you know, me and you have actually been able to, you know, spend a lot of time together. You're the one who actually brought me on uh, to do, you know, PA announcing for the team and stuff. Yeah. And, you know, if I, if, I, if I wasn't a senior, you know, I would 100% come back and do it next year. But um, hey, I'll probably – got to find somebody. <laughs> yes, sir. Yes, sir. So who's, I mean, who's you it got to be? Uh, my, my instant recommendation would be Reese. You know, I, I feel Reese. like I feel like Reese could definitely, you know, do it if he was up to it. But all I would say is uh just thank you um for this, you know, entire season. It was great to witness. Um, you know, and I'm gonna be watching uh next year. I'm gonna be following the team, whether it be from, you know, uh all the way in Phoenix, Arizona, or maybe I may might make a trip back here to see a game or two. But um just thank you, Coach Jackson. Thank you. Thank you and, and best of luck to to you guys. Best of luck to you too. Thank you so much. And and, and uh, Reese, hey, the microphone is always waiting on you. <laughs> hey, I got I got it. I, I, I have a good voice, so I could I could do it for sure. But, you know, um, yeah, it's been it's been an honor. Me and Taylor got a chance to broadcast that central game, uh, where y'all hit that uh where Jordan Franklin hit that layup at the end of the game and everybody in the arena went nuts. And me and Reese's voice is completely <laughs> yeah. out on yeah, we, totally, like, broke yeah. the, we broke the microphone. Oh, God. <laughs> <laughs> but, um, but, yeah, no, it's been great. Uh, I'm glad y'all made it that far. I wish y'all could have won a state championship, but, you know, there's always next year. And right. um, thanks for being on the podcast. Play callers, and we've been Enjoy. All right, I'm here with head coach, Coach Pritchett of the women's basketball team. Emotional first half so far, you know, in the first quarter, got off to a slow start, then came back after that fully run. What did you see from that first half that you liked from your team? Well, we, well, I mean, we got to find a little aggressiveness. We got to the basket, and then we went back to sell it for jump shots. We got to attack the basket. We're going to win this game. Yes, sir. Only down three at halftime. What can you tell your team in the, in the halftime to get them to rally in the second half and make it to the final four? Well, we got to get to the basket. We got to attack the basket. Yes, sir. Thank you. I'm here with Brooke Allman after her and the Auburn Tigers just punched their ticket to the final four. Uh, Brooke, you had 18 points today. How did you have such a good game, and what do you look forward to in the final four? I just Starting the game off, I looked to be aggressive. I know I missed a couple of threes in the beginning, but I kept playing, and I let that get in my head. And I'm proud of the team, proud of the win. Yeah, now moving forward to the Final Four, I'm not sure who y'all play, but, um, you know, what does the team need to do to win that game and get all the way to state? I think we all need to be a little bit more solid and keep playing hard. I think if we gel together, I think we could be any team in the state. All right, well, good luck in the Final Four, bro. Thank you. Thank you. Here with Coach Brown at halftime. Coach, your team is down by five going into the half. You'll make a little run there at the end. What do y'all got to do to get back in this game? Well, we know that Central always makes runs on us. We just can't let them make big runs. And so just trying to keep the game close to the fourth quarter. All right, good luck, Coach. 
I'm here with Soraya Daniels at halftime of the men's game. Soraya, you had 17 points today, and you won area tournament or the regional MVP. Uh, as you all move to the Final Four, what are you most excited about going forward? Uh, right now, my mind is just focused on getting this state championship. We we got two more. We got two more down. We might as well just go ahead and win it. And like I started the intro off with, uh, you won the MVP today. Um, what did you do today to get that award and help your team make it to the Final Four? To be honest, I just leave everything I got on the floor. I mean, I couldn't hit free throws, but there's always something else you can do. You can get a steal, you can get a rebound. So I did what else needed to be done defensively. Well, good luck in the Final Four, Soraya, and thank you for the interview. Thank you. All right, thank you. That's going to do it for Play Callers Episode 19. Like we said, we truly thank Coach Jackson for giving us just a sliver of his weekend and giving us some of his motivation and knowledge on the game of basketball. We hope you all have a blessed week, and go Tigers! Thanks for listening to this week's edition of Play Callers. Be sure to check out our episodes dropping every Tuesday at 3.30 p.m. Central. Also be sure to check out our other podcast, The Tiger's Den, where we dive into the world of sports. Be sure to check out those episodes coming out every Monday at 3.30 p.m. Central. Thanks for listening.